From the Onion and Onion Public Radio, I'm Leslie Price, and this is The Topical. Just a heads up that my lunch is almost here, so I really don't have time to dive into today's biggest news just yet. So I'm just going to kill a little time with some shorter news before the delivery guy gets here. Here are today's top stories. Just days after President Trump pardoned Susan B. Anthony for voting illegally in 1872, police officers have once again apprehended the famed women's suffragist for attempting to register to vote illegally, this time as a deceased person. Anthony's corpse faces up to six years in federal prison if convicted. And the Trump campaign is looking to increase their fundraising as the election draws near. The online store for the campaign has now begun selling decommissioned USPS mailboxes for fans who want to own a piece of history. Those probably won't be around much longer. Might try to grab one before November while I still can. All right, I don't know what the hell is taking this guy so long. All I ordered was one smothered burrito, which really just sounds like a big enchilada to me, but what do I know? All right, we'll be back with more news and hopefully a sopping wet burrito right after this. God, I can eat a horse. Well, it's no secret drilling for oil is dirty business, and as natural deposits are used up, oil companies have taken to drilling even deeper than before and in more dangerous locations, seeking untapped reserves. But that may soon change, as ExxonMobil announced this week their plan to simplify oil extraction by simply cutting the earth in half. Here with more is OPR's chief hydrocarbon correspondent, Rebecca Neal. Hi, Leslie. ExxonMobil spokesperson Todd McNamara told reporters at a press conference yesterday about the company's new initiative to cleave the earth into two separate pieces and drain out the crude oil hidden inside. The plan, they say, will have minimal environmental impact and provide Americans with affordable, clean fuel. Okay, so think of the earth as like a really round egg. And on the inside of the shell is the egg white, or oil. And the yolk is lava and stuff, but that part's not important. We intend to score the earth all the way around like with an egg topper and then tap it with a chisel. This will split the planet into two pieces, giving ExxonMobil access to all that ooey-gooey petroleum goodness buried inside. Then it's just a matter of suctioning up the oil and processing it into gasoline and other great products. I see. So the eggshell is like rocks and dirt we stand on. Where will the cup be made? The equator? Actually, the company says they will initially break ground in the Rocky Mountains, sawing eastward through the country, across the Atlantic Ocean, dipping south through Africa, and then back up again through the Middle East and China, and then across the Pacific to the starting point. Ah, so more of a 60-40 split. Correct. Once separated, the two halves, which ExxonMobil is calling Big Earth and Earth 2, will need to be cleaned and prepared for total oil extraction, creating possibly millions of jobs. Oh, jobs. We like those. But what's been the public's reaction so far? The plan is not without its detractors. Opponents say ExxonMobil is downplaying how chopping the planet in twain could affect people who live near the edge of the cut, and conservationists fear local wildlife could suffer if all the oil in the planet were to leak out. Protests have already begun with activists laying across the cut zone, which ExxonMobil warns could put them in danger of being ripped in half once the company breaks ground. Here's ExxonMobil spokesperson Todd McNamara again addressing those concerns. Okay, everyone needs to relax. Lopping off half the Earth will have minimal effects on gravity, and we've already taken precautions to safeguard indigenous people and native wildlife. ExxonMobil is committed to ensuring our two pieces of planet are around for future generations to enjoy. That's why we've pledged to offset our carbon footprint by planting nearly 600 trees along the cut zone. 
And once we'll have all the petroleum we need, we'll be off to our next adventure, obliterating the moon to look for coal. That's great. Now, McNamara mentioned safety precautions the company plans to take. What exactly are those? McNamara did not specify, but assured critics that any spilled oil was far more likely to float off into space than to contaminate groundwater or farmland. Oh, well, let's hope it doesn't come to that. My Ford F-350 Super Duty only gets about six miles to the gallon, so I'll need every drop they can suck out of this planet. Or what's left of it. Thanks for the report, Rebecca. That's OPR's Rebecca Neal. Back in a moment. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, nothing. No tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Well, folks, to be honest, now that the Earth is going to be split in two, we're not really sure what news technically falls within our jurisdiction, and we sure as hell aren't about to report on something we don't have to. So just to play it safe, we're instead going to close out the show today by answering a few questions submitted by you, the listener, using the hashtag Leslie's Mail Sack. Our first question today comes to us from Twitter user Leanne DeLulis, who writes, Hi there, Leslie. Love the show. I was wondering if there was any rivalry slash infighting among the OPR reporters. Would love some dirt on whether Marcy, Jenna, and or Rebecca are sworn enemies or anything exciting like that. Well, believe me, Leanne, I'd love nothing more than to break out the Chardonnay for a good old-fashioned dish sesh. But unfortunately, there's not much gossip to share. You see, here at OPR, it's less of a rivalry among co-workers and more of a clear written-in-stone hierarchy with me at the tippy-top and all the rest of the team wriggling around for my scraps below like the pathetic worms they are. And to help ensure that, we also have a weekly office fight club where they can all blow off some steam and beat the shit out of one another until they collapse in a heap of bodily fluids and broken teeth. Any animosity they feel toward each other gets left in the ring, and we found that it really makes for a more healthy and conducive work environment. Thanks for your question. All right, our next question comes to us from Twitter as well. Moxie from the Your Brain on Facts podcast writes, The topical is destined to be a major motion picture. Who should play you if it's a sexy thriller? A high drama? An action blockbuster? <laughs> well, that's very nice of you to say, Moxie, but you know, funny enough, the topical was actually already adapted into a film back in 2002. It was called Sweet Home Alabama, and I was honored to be played by the lovely Reese Witherspoon. It's a relatively obscure film, so I won't fault you for not having seen it. Thanks again for your question. Okay, and our last question comes to us from Twitter user Jalter's Wife, who asks, Who would win in a fight, you or Clifford Baines? Oh, very interesting question. Who would win in a fight, me or the longtime host of the Onion News Network's flagship cable news program, In the Know? Well, Clifford, would you like to come out of your cage and tell them who would win? That's what I thought. I hope that sufficiently answered your question. Thanks again for listening. Shut up! 
And that's it for The Topical Today. I'm Leslie Price. The news doesn't stop just because life on this planet is almost over, so be sure to visit theonion.com while you still can. And don't forget to tune in to tomorrow's episode, where we'll sit down with a disgraced medical professional who's going to share with us a bunch of totally false information so we can lightly criticize it. It's sure to make us feel good, and we'll certainly in no way introduce people to discredited theories that they never should have been exposed to in the first place. You won't want to miss it. We'll see you next time.